Good morning, welcome back. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, hope you're having a good time. My name is Josh Bernoulli. I'm the host of Tales from the Lockbox and I'm the VP of sales here at property.ca. Today we are joined with one of our top agents in the company, Mr. Franklin Evans. How are you doing, Franklin? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and I'm really excited to have you out today because you're doing, you're, you're pushing some big numbers. Um, and I think I want to really dive into what's going on inside of you, what's sure. going on in your brain, what's happening, what, what tools are you using to really like, A, um, share that knowledge with anyone who's listening to this, but yep. also potentially work with you a little bit in real time right now to figure out maybe are there some systems that I might know that we can implement into your business that will allow you to um, even do better than you're already doing. For sure. With that being said, I got a question for you. Okay. How many real, real estate agents do you think there are in Ontario? Uh, 60,000. You ready for this? You ready? Everyone <laughs> thinks 60,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> 78,000 yeah, realtors in Ontario. It's a big number, man. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there. But here's the craziest thing about that 78,000. Out of 78,000 real estate agents, 30,000 of them did zero deals in 2022. Yeah. So that means only 48,000 agents did more than one deal. Oh, wow. Did one or more deals. Crazy. So you have 30,000 people who are sitting there paying their fees every year yeah. and their insurance doing nothing. Yeah. Now, hmm. let's dive a little deeper into those numbers here. Okay. 29,000 of those agents did between one to five deals. Oh, this wow. is buy, sale, lease, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is everything. One okay. to five, eh? Wow. One to five. And I'm t- putting this down for just not for you, frankly, for everyone listening. We're mm-hmm. coming up to the end of the year right now, or this is the end of the year, depending on wherever you are listening to it, doesn't matter. Um, I want you to recognize that your success, you might feel like you haven't done enough, but I want you to recognize where you are on things. So 29,000 agents did one to five deals. Let's dive in even deeper. 3,000 agents. Out of 78,000, did between 11 to 20 deals, Hmm. okay? Let's keep going even deeper. 700 agents did between 21 to 30 deals. This includes leases, okay? People might have bigger volumes. You might have an agent who did 30 deals, um, but but one agent could have done two deals, and yeah. made 10 times, triple the amount of money that the agent who did 30 deals True. Was. That's not, yeah. we're not talking about That's volume. We're yeah. just talking about transactions here. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm going to get into why I'm focusing on the number of transactions here. Here's the kicker, the top 1%. You ready? Okay. What do you think the number of deals the top 1% did? 30 to 40. 550 agents did 31 plus deals. That's the top 1% of agents. Wow. You're, if you did more than 30 deals or you've done them this year, mm-hmm. you're in the top 1% of realtors in, for, in the form of transactions wow. in Ontario. That's amazing. Ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> Congratulations. <It's> 1%. <laughs> Thank you. Not I, only wow. did you do 1%, you're in the 1% of the 1% in terms of, of, of transactions. Wow. So that's kind of where I wanted to put our heads at. Let's set the groundwork there. Yeah. Before you walk in here, you know, you're at, you've done 78 deals. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a fair bit. I'm, I know I'm quite busy uh, all year round. Um, 
I don't know. Do we know what I did last year? I don't even. I, I can get that stuff pretty, pretty quickly. If you need it, we can get it. Are you sure it's not just buy and sell? I'm 100% sure it's not buy and sell. That number is just transactions. I am not looking at buy and sell. It's total number of transactions. Mm -hmm. It was given to me from a source that was told that it's all transactions. So it's not number one top percent in form of Dollar value. Dollar value. Yeah. We're not looking at dollar value. This has nothing to do with the top 1% in terms of GCI. You are not mm -hmm. better than uh, <laughs> Adam Weiner. I promise you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not. But you have done a ton of transactions. That, um, Who's that... asking that question? Uh, Julian, Kachani, and Brendan Cohen. Yep. Guys, that's the number of transactions. So Julian, Brendan, if you're looking at the number of transactions, that's where you fall into the number of transactions here. I'll go back here for a second so you can see that. I just, so what I wanted to say was, I guess kind of my strategy when I started was I wanted to, because I was new to the business, you know, this is my fourth year. Um, the strategy with it was to do, uh, to work with as many people as possible to try and convert those people to buyers uh, eventually, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, and that's why I try to keep, I have great systems in place um, that everything is, is is actually pretty easy. Everyone's like, You're, you must be doing so much work. Like, how do you how do you do it all? And it's actually just keeping my systems in place, and it, it is actually very easy for me, believe it or not. That's and I assume so. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that many. Else. You can't do that. So again, it's just that was the strategy to begin with, just to try and try and work with as many people as possible to get my name out there and then it's it's working in terms of conversion right like people are converting every year a lot of these people that i'm working with leases are buying properties off of me right and those people are referring their friends to me so it's it's kind of snowballs a bit in terms of that you know what and I mean? real estate is uh a, you know a relationship built business so how yeah. many how many years has that been now this i'm this is my fourth year fourth year yeah so, you know, I, I, I often, you know, and you're saying three, four people a year are buying from you. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's a systems business. It's a nurture business. It's a long-term business. Mm -hmm. Let's dive into that a bit, a little bit. That's kind of like my first question there is like, yeah. you can't do that many deals in a year. Like you're doing more than one deal a week. And I know it's not buying sales guys, all mm -hmm. of them. That's okay. We're not, that. there's still people that are coming through the door that you're writing paperwork for, that you're meeting, that you're having relationships with. Yeah. Let's figure out how that, 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 that picture is going to go here. Yeah. But let's dive into the beginning if I, you know, systems and process. Can you share some of your systems that are allowing you to, to transact at that volume? Well, I mean, I do get a fair bit of, I do have a lot of my lead pool. I do get a lot of clients that, uh, that contact me, you know, for viewing requests, et cetera. And I immediately reach out. I'm very, very quick. That's another thing too. Just, just being very quick on your response time, not letting it sit for, you know, days on end, that sort of thing, yeah. because people will think that you're not interested or you're not there to help. And right. I just get back to people Speak very me. quickly. I'm on WhatsApp. I'm on text message. I have them all on my desktop. I use PC. I'm everything's right in front of me on my desktop. When and are I'm working you manual with those responses, or is that automated? I'm manual. I'm manual. Like so I second a re uh, uh, inbound lead, whatever you want to call it, however it's coming into your world, viewing request, yep. uh, refer, whatever it is, your speed to lead is with a manual response. Call, call, like the initial call, call, no call, text and email as well. All right. And right. they usually, that, that lead that's interested will usually get back to me, okay. you know, that day or maybe the next day, you know, and then I will follow up again if I don't hear back, maybe another call, maybe another text, that cool. sort of thing. And I just so keep fast being that persistent. You know? Yeah, of course. You're, you're <laughs> on that. You're in that, you're in that zone and you're, 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 you're beating people into like, get not beating, but you're in that way. You're in the zone of getting people to respond to you by continuously following up. That's with them. right. And that's it. You know, we talk about it all 
all the time. You need to contact Elite at least six until times. They t- until they tell you to. They're going to give you one or two fingers, guys. Exactly. I'm okay. Like Jeff always says, I'm okay with either one. Yeah, I don't care yeah. which finger it is. You're going to give me one or two of them. So, so, we, right. so you're getting in the door. You're speed to lead. You're following the process. Clearly, you know, the things that we talk about, you're, you, you got those in the plan. Mm-hmm. Let's go further to the next step of the transaction. You get your paperwork or whatever it is you've established. They have a pre-approval, whatever level, buy, sale, whatever. Buyer, What's that buyer, next yeah. step? So let's fast forward into showings now. Like, what's your process? So I, I, I explain to people because you'll get, I mean, even with buys, I'll get people that send me viewing requests for buys. And a lot of people want to rush and you just try to, got to try and slow the person down and just make sure that you follow that process. If you don't follow that process, you'll lose them. And then it just won't work out well, right? right? So I, I basically go through my process of, are you looking to buy? Are you looking to lease something? Um, what I normally like to do with my clients is, you know, have a have a consultation with them, see what they're looking for, and then send them leads based on that. Mm-hmm. And I like to go out and see a few properties with you to make sure that I uh, to ensure that I know exactly what you're looking for, which will then help me to help you better in in that process. Yeah. So when I do my showings, I try to do three to five at least when I'm going out because I want want them to get an idea of what's out there and uh, it gives me a better idea of what they're looking for. And uh, I usually go out and do my showings and even with my buys I've had very good success with just going I go at one time and then they'll buy yeah. um, sometimes it's a couple of you know you're listening you know they're if they're very specific um, and what they're looking for sometimes it'll be a couple of you know rounds of showings and that sort of thing but in the end I usually usually do really well with it and they they close you know what I mean Incredible. that kind of so thing. now so you got your systems you know you have your process that's in place of how you're doing your showings let's now go towards like paperwork what kind of systems and processes you got I'll be honest with you I know people have said they use uh, they use uh, I forget the the, the office they'll do they'll do their paperwork okay. I can write up a deal in five minutes yep. literally like not even thinking about it um, I, I before even doing the deal though all its communication with the agent um you know buy buy versus lease i just try to get in really good with the agent i think Report. that's very important important when with whatever transaction you're doing is to give them uh an idea of what your client is all about what they're looking for whether it's a buy or a lease that kind of thing because i've won many many bidding wars because of the communication with that agent getting in good they're like i like you this is, you know, and they'll even give you more information than you're supposed to really be getting, like, obviously. But um, I've had great success with doing that. And uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, too, just in, in terms of because we do get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, new immigrants to Canada as well. And uh, a lot of people shy away from that because they're a little bit scared, like, oh, it's so tough and this and that. Well, I actually coach the, the client when I speak to them on the phone. I tell them exactly what they will probably need to do. Set the expectation because... Once you get to that point, you don't want them to be like, oh, well, I'm going to have to pay. I don't have a credit score or this or that. I give them all of the possible um, scenarios of what could happen when they're trying to get a You're property. You're setting them up for success before you even open the door. Tra- right. And then you, they know what they're working with. They know exactly what they're working with. And then they have to choose. And most people, because I sound so knowledgeable when I'm working with them, will say, sure, no problem. Like, I really want to work with this guy. And uh, I usually get it done. I tell everyone, I'm like, it's if there's anyone that's going to make this happen, it's going to be me because yeah. I have so many relationships with so many agents that I've done, you know, in, in the 
I think in the four, almost four years that I've been here, I've done probably close to 400 transactions, maybe. So it's like, you know, I, I have I have agents in the city that I've done, you know, seven or eight deals with. They know you. They'll literally take my clients without even yeah, looking they, at paperwork. Know <laughs> you know? And, that's, and then that's commendable, man. I mean, like, that's that's part of it, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and my real question now, you know, hearing that, like, 400 plus deals, you've done seven deals with somebody, you know, you've done 78 deals this year. Yeah. That's a lot of volume. That's a lot of people. And real estate's a long-term game. Yeah. So, you know, can you give us an update or give me some insight of, like, what are you doing? And maybe I can even help you with that in this conversation. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to nurture those clients once they've become a client of yours? Not through the lead process. Once you've done and written a transaction with them, what are you doing to ensure that that, you know, a year later, two years later, three years later, when they're making that next transaction, when they're making that next purchase, when they're selling, when they're friends are selling, they got Franklin Evans on their mind. Like, what's happening? So I'm going to be completely honest with you in terms of my follow-ups. Usually, once during the year, I'll follow up with a client just to see how they're doing, especially with the leases, because I do a lot more leases than I do sales. Um, but that's one thing that I'm looking to improve on, that I need to do better with. I know I need to do better with, because I know I could probably convert more if I had some other systems in place to do that. And I guess that yeah. maybe leading into maybe I don't know what you do or that yeah. sort of thing. But um, the other thing too um, that I try to do very strongly when I'm working with clients is kind of engraving myself in, in their mind when I'm working with them. Um, you know, I don't, I, I, I try to help as many demographics as I can. I don't, I don't prejudge when I'm working with people. You could be leasing a $1,500 place to someone, basement apartment, and they could come back and buy a house off of you Absolutely. the next year. So I try not to do that. And I also try to, you know, just, just be very professional with them when I'm working with them. And like I said, it's, it can be difficult working with different demographics. Some people don't, you know, can't work with, with uh, certain demographics themselves. They're just, they, they get kind of scared. Whereas I don't shy away from that. And, um, you know, I really try to work with everyone that I can and uh, try to build that way. And I feel a lot, of, a lot of the people that I work with call me and they refer to me. They'll refer their friends to me as well because they enjoy the experience. And I think it's a lot about that as well, just the experience that they get while, while um while uh, trying to find a property, and and that and that's probably why you've done so well, right? That's that's a stand-up point, and and but there's probably more even meat there. And I think one of the couple things I'll jump into that you've talked about here is mm -hmm. one. I think a lot of your processes that are have made you really successful are manual processes. Mm -hmm. They're things that you physically done speed, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's a lot of technology and operational processes that are not manual ones that can be implemented into your business like a long-term nurture drip campaign yes. that be can created yes. um, like calendar reminders that get set up for your clients birthdays mm -hmm. um, calendar reminders that get set up for six months towards the closing that automatically come into your pipeline and then we're going to talk about prospecting in a minute yeah but but that, that come up into that system so that when you're sitting at your desk you don't got to think about it anymore right and that's yeah. really the long-term nurture play like even last week you know i got a calendar reminder that it was one of my client's birthdays that i sold the house for like three and a half million dollars last year mm -hmm. calendar reminder went to the lcbo picked up a bottle of camus in a nice wooden box dropped that at our house I, without even saying anything it just i knew it was there it automatically happened mm -hmm. three days later she called me she goes my cousin just moved to toronto she wants to buy a condo yeah and that was three years or two or three years ago that I did that transaction. Mm -hmm. But, and my point was, is that as much as you're good with the manual process of getting ingrained, 
there's always that next step. And I'm going to give you an example. Have you leased a car before? I'm sure. I used to work in okay. leasing so you know, cars. <laughs> so when somebody buys a car, you're their best friend. When yeah. They're your best friend, the salesman, yeah. right? You remember them that day of. A year and a half, two years later, how well do you really, are you thinking about that salesperson all the time? Exactly. That car? Yeah. No. Yeah. But their service department, <laughs> what kind of car did you? I have, I have an Acura. Okay. Yeah. So the Acura uh, service department, they're calling you every three, they four do. months. Yeah. Religiously. Yeah. They've right? got their, their drip campaign happen. Text they're, messages. They're, <laughs> the next salesperson knows exactly when your lease is finished to follow up with you to make sure that you're coming in to get another Acura. Yeah. And they're offering you promos two years before that to make sure that, hey, even if you're not thinking about your new car coming up yet, I want to get you out of this one and get you into new exactly. ones. Exactly. So they've created in the automobile industry something that Jeff and I refer to a lot about is because that automotive industry has it dialed in. Yeah. They're not necessarily making their money off of that first lease that they're leasing you into that car. They're yeah. making money off the service department. They're making money off your- Services where they make, they make all their money. All money. <laughs> and their system is, is, yeah. is like clockwork. They know exactly when your car is due, when your maintenance are, when the light in your car is gonna show up, yeah. everything. Now, relate that to real estate. Yeah, We have that same ability to yeah. apply that same knowledge here. We know when you bought your, 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 your property or you, you moved into your property. And at least we know when your lease is coming to an end. Yeah. We also know when your anniversary of whether you bought or sale is coming up. So that's another time. We know when your birthday is and your spouse's birthday potentially is because we have your IDs to yep. follow up. So we know all that information. We know what building you're living in. So we can let you know when transactions in that building or that street. I do that for I do that for all of my, right. my clients that have bought, especially that have bought and follow up with, with numbers. You know. Let them know how things are going with exactly. their, their property and their value and stuff like we that. We have your email. Yeah. So we can put you on our newsletter letter that we're sending out once a month, once a quarter. We know what your name is in your social media. We became friends with you so we can add you to our personal network. Just there alone, there's like seven or eight touch points that yeah. you can create within a year on a regular basis with somebody True. that really solidifies, hey, I'm Franklin Evans and I've put in that effort yeah. into making you my client, working with you, to making you remember me. And yeah, you're going to. When you do think of real estate or your house, you're going to remember Franklin. But <laughs> I want to make sure that all the time, you're not just thinking about me when you need to think about me. You're thinking about me even when you don't even know you need to be thinking about me, I'm <laughs> popping up. Yeah. So that when I go to work today and I hear somebody in the background talking about real estate, because you're bringing it to my subconscious mind and bringing it front and center, that real estate and Franklin Evans, all automatically now I hear that by the coffee machine, someone's talking about buying a condo and you got to call Franklin. He's the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how do we keep bringing that up? And really, and Brendan's on this call. He's a, he's really good at it. It's 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 systems and process engraving. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, using for technology sure. because yeah. I can tell you right now, you've done and and, and like Julian and, and and Brendan said there. Are you sure that's uh, <laughs> included in that number? I am. Yeah. Oh, uh, like the amount of transactions at one percent. But how do we actually take those seventy eight deals or those four hundred deals you've yeah. done and take you from being in the one percent of transactions to putting you with that amount of client base, 400 people who have done business with you. Yeah. People don't even do that in their lifetime of real estate. You've done yeah. that in four years, but how do we take that over the next four years and turn you into the 1% of producers in dollar value? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the trick here. That's the golden sauce that we got to talk about. And how do we get into that? And it's possible. Yeah. And technology is making it more powerful. A company like ours, a property Aussie, is making it more available. Of to course, you. you know we're we're definitely like improving our our CRM every day, trying to trying to bring out new features that and help will help with all that. Yeah. So that's kind of where my head's at with that. And we can talk about that offline a little bit. The mm -hmm. next thing I wanted to dive into in terms of systems, because you don't get to four hundred deals in four years 
without them is what does prospecting for Franklin Evans look like? Prospecting? I mean, I, I, as, as a lot of agents have mentioned, like, you know, when you've been doing it this much, I actually get a lot of my business from re- repeat and referral. Right. Um, you know, I have, I have clients that have helped with three properties. I have clients that and literally after I help people, especially in the summer with students, a lot of them refer all of their student friends to me, right? So yeah. then I just, I get it like that. I mean, a lot of it is coming from the CRM, the people that I, uh, the people that I work with. And, um, you know, for me, I try to do like daily prospect, daily prospecting and phone calls with the new the new leads that I pick. I also go into my opportunity section and go through that to see if there's anyone. A lot of the people that are in opportunities are people that I'm working with currently, but sometimes you'll see one here and there that are looking at properties, and uh, I just try to reach out as much as I can um, on a daily daily basis. I try to allocate like an hour to two hours at least of just prospecting in the. I try to do. I've been trying two different two different times in the mornings, and I try. In the, I'm trying in the evenings now because I'm not getting too much. Um, uh, people aren't just getting back to me uh, in the morning time. So yeah. I've been trying to do the evening times, like five o'clock, six o'clock. It's really hard to coordinate with, with showings and things like that, that sort yeah. of thing. But but you have your golden hours. You're like, whether they're in the morning, the afternoon, yeah. you're kind of c- protecting those golden hours between. Well, just, yeah, you just have to, you just have to allocate those times and, and make sure that you stick to it every day. And then once you continue to do it over and over and over again, you will see the results. Of people course. get, people get back to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do, I, I get a fair, like I said, I get a lot of repeat and referral. A lot of my clients, like, as you're mentioning, like, you know, someone's in the, in the kitchen talking about a condo sale. I have clients that call me up and they're like, yeah, my, my friend's looking for a condo, you know, can yeah. you help them? So I get a lot of that as well. Um, you know, out of the 78 deals, I'd probably say at least 20 of them were, were, were referrals from, uh, people that I'd worked with already. Absolutely. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So, so I think we've covered like a really, like a lot of different things here from your processes, from attaining a client, your, your, your showings, your deal process, nurturing. We talked about a bunch yeah. of things here. You know, what would you say is like, you know, your secret weapon? What would you say that's like your, um, where, where, where do you pull that card? Out? What does that I mean? feel? I feel like I'm, I, I can get on with, with, uh, as, as mentioned before, like different cultures, different backgrounds. I get on really well. It doesn't matter who, who it is that I'm working with. I just know how to get on that level. Um, I've been in sales for many, many years, even before real estate. And, um, and uh, you know, we were always taught to, to, you know, just to be able to get down to a certain person's level. I've worked with CEOs making $6 million a year. I've, been, I've worked with people that are, you know, Uber drivers and that sort of thing. And, you know, just treating everyone with respect the right way. And, um, you know, also showing your professionalism, like, uh, you know, showing them that you know what to do to get the job done. And uh, I feel like that is, um, you know, I, th- I feel like some maybe some agents or some people shy away from certain things, whereas I, I, I take it head on. I'm, I'm open to everything, you know, I'm, I'm all different areas and, and all different backgrounds. And I feel that that, um, you know, some people like, wow, this guy like was able to do that for me and and uh you know then they start referring their friends to me and stuff like that so i feel like it just kind of snowballs um you know that sort of thing and and, you know where would you look at like some areas in your business you've mentioned a few like throughout this conversation so far like and it's a big thing i find as being like a high level real estate agent is where do you find that you're adding value to people's lives throughout your processes and your system and your transactions like where do you really bring that forward um well i mean the the communi- my communication with uh, with the agents when are on the other side that sort of thing i feel like um i i 
I, I can really help with getting their getting the job done. I think a lot of people like so people will at, approach a transaction blindly and go in and be like, okay, I'm just bringing this person. Whereas I've already talked to the agent. I know that this agent is or agent or his client are going to accept my client. Um, or you know, from working on a on a buy, when I start talking to them, I I know that that aspect just just being able to communicate to the listing agents or, um, you know, if I'm on the other side, et cetera, just really good communication. I feel like that is, is what, um, what, uh, makes people come back again and again. Um, and it makes people want to refer to me because I'm, I'm able to get the job done for me. It's a very smooth, like if, if you saw my transactions and how yeah. they work, they're very smooth, everything from beginning to end. Um, what I've been doing a lot, especially with the leases, is I've been doing a lot of um, there's basically soft approvals, and I do soft approvals with a lot, even even qualified people. I'll actually talk to all of the agents of the, the properties that they're interested in, make sure Every that we're one. sometimes yeah. I have uh, I, so uh, when we talk about systems, I have a lot of templates that I use for my business, right. and I have um, I, I have so from the process from beginning to end, where it's the documents all the way to um, you know their their move-in instructions, and I have I have people living in almost every building in downtown Toronto now, which is pretty crazy to think about. Some people like I have ten people living in the same building, so I have everything. Yeah, just I basically do clicks with that. Once we've done our showings, the deal is approved. I have a, a system that works from beginning to end, and I don't really have to do much at the yeah. end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, wow. But yeah, it's, 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 it's been pretty crazy. Um, it's been pretty slow in the last little bit, surprisingly. Like I thought it was going to be busy most years. It's busy all the way up until December, but now it's really slowed down a bit in the market. And I think that's a key indicator. Something I can tell you is that, you know, now is the time to, to be <laughs> on the business. Yeah. This is the time where you take everything that you've done now and identify what you're going to do differently moving forward on top of the great success you've had. How are you going to leverage that? Yeah. Using a lot of the keywords we use around here, leveraging all these 400 transactions you've done. Like, how can you go right now and leverage the fact that you have 10 people living in the same building? <laughs> That's yeah. 10 spokespeople for Franklin Zevin <laughs> living in that building. Yeah. Could you potentially start to create some marketing towards that building and elevators that have your name on them. <laughs> Imagine if every, if you, you, I'm just going to give you an example. So you've done 10 rental deals in that building. Yeah. Let's just say overall you've done fit. Let's just say the commissions were 1500 per, per deal. So you made $15,000 in that building, yeah. which <laughs> some people can do that within doing one deal in a week. Yeah. Right. So a lot of effort went into that. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of effort. That was Five showings per person times 10 people. That's 50 showings. That might have been two offers per person. That could have been, you know, uh, tw 15 to 20 offers. Like hours and hours and hours and hours when you accumulate it up. Yeah. There was a lot of effort in there. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that was wasted. I think that's incredible. That's yeah. what gets you in the door. That's yeah. your personality has driven you. How are we going to move forward from that? to take that leverage now. So the idea that comes to my mind is now, let's say there's a, there's a company called Max TV. Have you ever heard of them? I haven't. They no. have those screens in the elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so I have. Let's just say this building. I saw, building I, saw building? Darren, I saw Darren in a building. Darren's got a building, right? <laughs> and, and we'll use yeah. that as an example. What's yeah. this building that you're referring to that you got 10 people living in? I, that's 403 Church, Max, 403 Max Church. Condo. Max, so uh, no, I Max bet you that uh, building might have screens in the elevator. Stanley, that's okay. the name of the building. So it's the Stanley. So yeah. let's use that as an example. Now let's say we put Franklin Evans' face on that building in the <laughs> elevator that just has, here's the current values of the building. Every yeah. month updated, because you can update with these guys in yeah. real time. And you got that stats from us on condos.ca, you can put them up there. But your face is on there. Now your face is now popping up in that elevator. And not every single person in the building is going to know who you are. 
But there's going to be a time at five o'clock in the afternoon where one or two of those people are in that elevator and yeah. they're looking at your screen and they're like, oh, they're talking, oh, that's Franklin, that's my agent who moved <laughs> me in here. And the other person in the elevator hears it again. Yeah. Over time, you're going to start to have that process happening again and again and again and again. Now, let's say maybe you send a few postcards once a year to that building. Yeah two, three times a year with the updates of the building, again and again. So now that person in the elevator who's never heard of Franklin Evans before, now is like, oh, I've heard that guy's name before. Now all of a sudden the guy gets a flyer in his mail coming to him once a month that says, or once every couple months that has Franklin Evans. Now he's heard you the second time. Mm -hmm. Now he might even see you in the building the third time. You're the guy. <laughs> Yeah. So now what I'm saying to you is you're going to use that leverage of those 10 people that are your spokespeople to embed the seeds in the other, let's call it, 100 people who live in that building yeah. so that when you're in that building moving forward people start to get to know you you're becoming that expert in that building you're adding value to that building and you're yeah. owning that building and that's where we got to start getting everyone's heads minds yeah all agents need to recognize that i think so, that uh, i think that the marketing aspect is it for me is the toughest part i mean I, I when i came in i don't know if you remember this or know this but i came in during pandemic right yep. And right when, pan right when pandemic hit. <laughs> so I've, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing uh, has been self-taught. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just obviously using the, the, the skills that I've had for, from years of sales really helped with that. But I, all the systems that I have in place, most of them I kind of created myself and I've just been kind of doing over and over again. So there's, a, there's certain areas that I definitely, definitely need help with and right. I'd, I'd like to, to figure out. Marketing definitely is and one that, of them. And, th and that's where our head's at, right? That's where we're, 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 we're working towards and that's what we're going to do moving forward into the new year is that identifying where that opportunity comes. I'm going to give you guys another example. You know, mm -hmm. One of the things I've been doing recently is um, I'm using keywords in Trump when yeah. I'm searching. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of my clients, for example, um, wants to buy um, builder lots. So I'll use broker remarks and I'll search builder lots. Same thing for students. Let's mm -hmm. just say you're dealing with a student. I don't know if you've heard me say that yeah, before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will literally put in broker remarks, students welcome as words contained in the listing. Yeah, and yeah. I will only get a list of buildings that have students welcome. Okay. Have you ever done that before? I have not done that before. Okay, well, I'm going to save you a lot of time right now because you're running around. I'm learning. I'm learning. Well, that's why you're here, man. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. So you're running around trying to find these students' places. Mm -hmm. One of the systems that I have in place is before I send them a listing, I will literally go into TREP. I will go add fields at the bottom mm -hmm. when you're in the search criteria. I'm, I'm, add yeah. remarks, mm -hmm. and I will add contains word, students welcome. Yeah. You will be surprised that 150 listings will pop up that say students welcome in them. Wow. Do you think I'm going to show a student, I'm going to spend a minute <laughs> showing them anything other than what's on that list? I know, I know. Dude, yeah. your little takeaway yeah. for joining us today, but I'm going to give you a yeah. better one now. So now I'm starting to think about how can you as an agent start to add value to people's life? Because that's what it's really about. Of I course. find in my life to get to the 1% and get to the top there, what do you got to do? You got to add value all yeah. the time. Anyone can pick any agent that's out there. But when you start True. adding value, like I did a deal last Last week where I, I'm going to tell you right now, the commission was big, like mm -hmm. close to a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. But it was because I added value to people's lives. I put a complicated deal together, off market, adding these two ends together, but it's because you added value. So here's another idea of adding value. Mm -hmm. So I'm using that same concept for one of my clients. He's a builder. He's looking for building lots. He's getting alerts that only contain the word in them. Builders locks. <laughs> There's another alert set that might cover more stuff that I'm looking at, but I'm only sending him ones that say builders locks on them. Yeah. Here's another example. I did that same search yesterday for the word power seller contains power of sale. Power of sale. Do you know how many power of sale sales there are right now? How many? There's about right now in the city of Toronto, I think like 80, <laughs> 80 or 90 power of sales transactions yeah. within like the downtown core. 
right Smart. now. So now think about this. If I start running ads, and I'm giving free tips here today. I'm gonna, <laughs> you now go run ads on a video-based ad on Instagram that says, are you looking for distressed sales in the Toronto real estate market? Mm-hmm. Sign up for my mailing list today. And I will send you an email with all the distressed power of sales. I have an exclusive list of power of sales <laughs> properties. Sign up to my mailing list. I've seen right that. Now. I've seen a bunch People of guys do doing that. that. Yeah, People I've seen on Facebook. Well, guess yeah. how? It's not that hard to get that list of power of sales, especially in the market we're in right yeah. now. So yeah. now imagine you're running that ad. You're pulling in these people and you're sending them something that no one else is thinking about sending them. Yeah. Smart. Secret sauce, baby. <laughs> Adding value. Yeah. Okay, last couple questions for you here, Franklin. Sure. You know, you're doing 78 deals or 400 deals in four years, that's hard. Yeah. Like, that is hard shit. It's not easy. It, it, it takes a lot of mind power. It takes a lot of will. It takes a lot of frustration. What's your secret? Like, what do you do to stay motivated? What uh, kind of mindset? First, I have a, I have a, I have systems, like systems even mine's for my physical. daily. Yeah. So mine's physical. physical. So what I do is, what I do is, um, I'm, I'm up very early every day. I'm up at like five thirty six every Good. day. First thing I do is I have a, t- I have a green tea as soon as I wake up. Okay. Like it. Then I work out yeah. right after that. I Over do, the gym. I do. So I actually do home. I do a home workout and I okay. do. So I live in a condo. So I do, I do stairs in my building. That's the first thing well, I do. What floor are you on? So I'm on the 16th floor. Okay. So I just go up and down and I do a, a number of rounds of that. And then all I come in. All the way and, down, all the way up? Not all the way down, all the way up. About five, I do fives, okay. five at a time, five at a time. And then once I've got my cardio and, and that going on, I, uh, I get in my house and then I do a little mini workout in the house. I have weights, uh, weights that are there and uh, I try to do that. That's the first thing I do and then I have my breakfast. So you're, you're, you're already winning before most I'm, people I, You got to get those out. endorphins going, man. It's win. as simple as that. You got to be pumped to, for the day. Yeah. If you're not, if you're waking up all tired, you have to, done. you have to do something physical. So I try to do that. And, uh, and then right after that, I have my breakfast, I have very healthy and eating healthy too is, is important as well yeah. for your day. Totally. If you wake up and you have like, you know, greasy stuff and that sort of thing, that's just going to bog you down. You want to, you want to be light. And, um, and then I watch, so I, I subscribe to YouTube premium. Okay. I, I have, it's the best thing I ever. have, it is, it is, if you haven't had it or you don't have it, you need it. You like, need YouTube premium. Cancel two other subscriptions to pay for YouTube premium. It's only like 14 bucks a month it's or something. Game like that. changer. It is a game changer. So I, and then I got my real estate podcasts on there. So I eat my breakfast and I, let's just get this right. You've never listened to the 16 episodes of the podcast that you're on right now, yet you listen to pod, real estate podcasts in the morning. I listen to I'm enough. actually offended, and I think you should leave now. Like, honestly, keep going. You're a um, podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, just I have I have real estate podcasts. I don't have just real estate podcasts. I have podcasts, podcasts for everything. Mindset, growth, whatever. And, uh, and funny thing is, actually, just getting back to what you were saying about not watching the podcast, I actually didn't know that this was a podcast. I thought it was just the, the morning meeting. I didn't know that this okay. was an actual podcast. We're going to so get, get we're gonna, we'll, we'll be watching we'll from now on. Yeah, we'll okay. be watching from now on. But, yeah, just getting yourself into the, into the real estate mindset. You can just put on – there's a number of different podcasts out there that yeah. you can um, – that you can watch. Um, I'm watching one at for social media and one guy that does specialize in social media and, and uh, just trying to learn new things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, right after that, it's to the email, to the calls right after that, I love you know, around, uh, I'm, I say around nine, 10 AM is when I'm doing my emails first, just getting my people organized and then telephone calls after that. Amazing. Yeah. So you got it. You got that morning system. And I think that's the most empowering. Like you got to start off winning the day. Yeah. You know, I, I was one of the reels I recently heard was like, you have two options in the morning. Your alarm goes off. You get up and you win. 
yeah. right away. That's, if you get out of bed, that's your first win. Yeah. Or you can start losing right away and hit the snooze and hit the snooze and hit yeah. the snooze and start stacking losses. You want to start stacking I don't like to lose time. right away or start stacking losses? I don't like to lose time in the day. I feel like if I wake up late, I never wake up late. I wake up early almost every day. But uh, I don't like to, I like to get the day started right and uh, off to the right, you know, uh, that um, sorry, just getting on the right foot. That kind of thing. Yeah. And um, one of the things, too, I was going to mention, because I know Sean, Sean Miller mentioned this before, too. I, in the summertime, I play tennis, too. Yeah. Or no, I think, uh, I think was it you that was mentioning that? It might be Jeff. Jeff yeah, Jeff was, Jeff, Jeff was talking about tennis. tennis. So, yeah, just uh, tennis in the summer. So that's what we'll do. We'll go out in the morning, play, play a few rounds for a couple hours, and Amazing. just get pumped, and then get back, and then get working, you know? Unbelievable stuff, frankly. And it makes mm -hmm. sense why you're doing so well, and I really look forward to working with you um, and, and helping you grow and really, like, really optimizing all this effort and all the stuff that you're doing all i hear is potential for like just matt like top like topness so i appreciate it man that's a top watch <laughs> franklin's coming other thing too is um is, is just like the brokerage itself has helped me tremendously you know throughout you guys are everyone is always trying to help and trying to make their agents do better you don't see that anywhere else right like you know you work you'll work for a brokerage they'll get out you do get you out there doing dirty work for other agents and that sort of thing but you're not learning and and i feel like you know i'm constantly learning while i'm here we have all these inf info sessions and stuff like that in the office and now this podcast as well i just i feel like the company is always uh building on itself which is important to me well we're just getting started yeah last piece last question <laughs> okay What's your tail from the lockbox? 400 deals in four years. I want to know. I want to know. What do you mean tail from the lockbox? I need to know, man. I need to know. Don't worry. We're not going to cut it into a reel for Instagram. I just need to know for the people who actually listen to the podcast and get through 40 minutes of us talking right now. Like, what is it, dude? What was the story that happened that you were on a showing one time and blah, 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 blah happened? Like, it's like stands out in your mind as like, you oh, got in your car. Like, I oh, I can tell. I can tell happened. one that was uh, that was interesting. I I did a showing, I did a showing for a property. Was booked well in advance, couple days in advance, and uh, showed showed up to the property with the client. I can't remember which building it was. It was in the West End, and uh, I knock on the door, and we're just we're standing there waiting, and I can hear someone kind of roughly inside. I'm like knocking on the door. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I just wanted to see what's what's happening. We have a showing book. And the, the person inside started screaming at us, like, and I mean, like, violently screaming. She's like, no, there's no showing book. There's no <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm talking to my client. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Just give me one second. Called the listing agent. Listing agent uh, reached out to the, the client. We, he's like, listen, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to have to come back. So we ended up coming back and then, you know, the person had left. But it was it was interesting because she was literally screaming at both of us. Crazy. I've never seen that before in uh, the 400 deals that I've done. But <laughs> hey, listen, you know, there's, there's crazy people out there. There's not a shortage of crazy people. Well, this is like also during pandemic. So it could have been that she, she had to leave, maybe had to leave or something like that, you know, for whatever reason. But. Well, Franklin, yeah. this was really, really great. I had a great time. Thank I did as you well. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for Thanks those for having who me. are listening. Uh, you know, a lot of value added here. I hope I hope people can learn. You know, I'm, I'm out there if anyone has any questions too about, you know, how I do my stuff. Um, you know, I've learned from a lot of people in this brokerage. Um, I did a lot of, I did a bunch of sessions with Mark Ronnie. I drove out to the Mississauga office to learn from him. And I'm I'm here to, sh you know, share the wealth. I'd like to see other people do successful as well. And, and uh, yeah. 
Amazing, dude. Well, and also, guys, for those of you who are listening who are looking for that weekly real estate stats, we're going to be posting it in the Facebook group this afternoon, uh, the week over week stats, so you can see what's been going on in the market, in uh, the condos and the, the freehold market. Other than that, Franklin, thank you for coming. This is Tales from the Lockbox. I'm your host, Josh Pernilla. Have a great week. Get, stay hungry, stay motivated, get after it.